0: Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by listennotes.com, so you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau.
1: Hello, everyone, everywhere. It's Pastor Robert Thibodeau here, and I want to welcome you to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today as we're concluding a very important and great interview with our guest. Who knows, known as the lady on the internet who loves you, Danielle Burdock. Now, Danielle went from being a trauma survivor to an international award winning author, speaker, podcast host, and trauma informed self love coach who's able to help men, women, and even organizations become victorious souls. She has courses and workshops that help people to implement a proven process called SELF, S E L F. Now, let's jump back into the interview with Danielle Burnock. Your company is called 4F Media. What are the 4Fs? What do they stand for?
2: Oh, they stand for faith, family, friends, and freedom.
1: Mm. I
2: believe God gave me that at the beginning. I formulated that company to publish my first book, Emerging Mm -hmm. with Wings, because I chose to self-publish very intentionally. Now the publishing industry is a lot different than when I first published my book. <laughs> but when I first published my book, people you know, in the traditional publishing industry, they would buy your story, and then your story would belong to them. Yeah. And then they could do whatever they wanted with your story. I'm like, no, this is my story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I need to augment it or change it or update it or whatever, it's my story, and I wanted to own it. So I self-published. So then you have to buy an ISBN. Well, I didn't want it to just say my name or something. So mm-hmm. I'm like, God, I need a, a company. <laughs> <laughs> so 4F Media, I was like, I didn't know where this was going to go from publishing my first book, but I knew the core things in my life were faith, family, friends, and freedom. The faith is the core of my life. My family is the most important thing God has given me in my life. Uh, friends and and and. Freedom, because we need other people and freedom is something. It is for Christ that freedom, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. So those things are very important to me. Mm -hmm. They're very core of everything. And the media, because I thought, I don't know how far media-wise this is going to go. I have my book. Mm -hmm. I had no idea I would become a coach and a speaker and have a YouTube channel and a podcast and all of that. But I, I believe I just instinctively, by the Spirit of Grace knew that he was going to do something and I wanted to make way for Amen. him to do whatever he wanted.
1: Amen. So those are the, the, are they the four core values of a victorious soul or are those values? I of know. Hearts?
0: Really? Okay.
2: <laughs> the four core values. The first one is love and honor centric because God is love and honor is how we express love to ourself and to others and to God. And I believe that loving ourself honors God because when we love ourself, we're loving what God loves. So we're honoring him. Oh, you're loving what I love. We love other people. We're loving what God loves. So love and honor centric. Second one is a warrior mindset. And I came across that because that's how I healed. I healed because a line in my book is I got to where I am by refusing to stay where I was. That's really what a warrior mindset is. I refuse to stay there. I may not know how to get there. But I'm not staying here. Praise the Lord. I didn't know that's how good. to raise my kids. I was terrified of raising my kids. I didn't want to hurt my kids. I didn't want to traumatize them. But I knew I didn't have the tools to mm-hmm. do it. I'm like, but I'm not doing this. Which I, now I've start, learned that that's called trauma drive. But <laughs> God, the grace of God showed up because I reached for it like a person yeah. thirsting to death, and this God, you got to help me, or we're all going to die, kind of thing. <laughs> But it was that warrior mindset, that clawing after what, what is good and life and truth and love. So that's the, the second core value. And the third one is taking ownership. And ownership is different than responsibility. I talk about that in my book, Because You Matter. I think it's crucial to know the difference between the two. Because yes. Responsibility, someone can put that on you. But someone can't put ownership on you. Amen. They can't make you own something. And when you own something, it becomes higher value to you. You give it more power. You give it more attention. I love this story. My son asked um, one of his kids, he had gotten him a pair of shoes, I don't know, I think maybe Nikes or something, and they had been left out in the driveway. Mm. He said, you left your shoes out in the driveway. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. If you had bought them with your money, would you have left them out in the driveway? Oh, no. Instinctive answer. You didn't even think about it, and there is the power of ownership. You got yeah. skin in the game, yeah. you know. And Amen. then the fourth one is self-care because you can't give out of a empty cup. You can't give away what you don't have. If you picked everything out of your garden, you can't give anything to everyone else. You have to have take care of yourself, like they say on the airplane when those things drop from the ceiling. You got to put it on yourself first, so you can help everyone else. Yeah. And see, mm-hmm. that's so important to me because it goes back to the whole self thing. Mm-hmm. Because I was the type of person that I just I need to just die helping everyone else, mm-hmm. you know, and not take care of that. Amen. Which this morning mm-hmm. I came across a scripture and, and God gave me the most beautiful picture for this. If I can share this it's out of sure. Philippians. Absolutely. Where it talks about how we need to, you know, think of people as more important than ourselves. and don't do things out of selfishness and vain conceit. Well, I tripped over the... Everyone's more important than me in the selfish, those words, because of what they meant to me. And the picture that God gave me, because with my Victorious Souls pod class, podcast, I call myself a, a promoter of Victorious Souls. I love Amen. to share people's Amen. stories. And Jesus came and he put up his deity, so he, he humbled himself to become human. And in my mentality of, you know, you need to make everyone more important yourself, that meant I need to make myself nothing, and I didn't have any value or anything like that. But no, Jesus didn't think that he didn't have value. Jesus wasn't, you know, self-hatred, self-loathing kind of person. He he knew who he was. He knew he was the son of the most high God, and he had just laid that aside by choice Mm -hmm. so that he could lift others. He came to seek and save those who were lost. He came to lift others. And so that scripture in Philippians, I thought, wow, what that is, it's like humbling yourself, knowing your value, who you are and whose you are, and lifting other people up like on your shoulders, like giving them a boost, like I helped my granddaughter climb the tree. You know, it's like giving her a boost to help her get up there, to lift other people up doesn't mean to devalue yourself amen. it means amen. to value others yeah so i wanted to share that because i just love that picture i just got it this amen. morning so
1: yeah, amen <laughs> i love it when when you've read a scripture you know hundreds maybe a thousand times oh yeah and then one day you read it and it's like elevated off the page and, and, oh i love and that like, too what where did that scripture come from? (laughs) Amen. That's so much joy in that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. How did you become known as the lady on the internet that loves you?
2: Oh, that kind of happened. I'll give God the credit for it. I think he kind of happened it many, many years ago. I was at some church event that we went to some other church (laughs) I was still not healed at that time of my trauma. I was entrenched in my trauma. But something had happened. I'd got slain in the spirit or something. I was laying on the floor in the aisle of this church, and God spoke something to me that I, like, it bounced off of me. It's like, no, it bounced against the trauma, the things that I knew, all that oppressive stuff of religion. It's like I pushed it away. And it was about being a voice for the love of God. Mm. But he used the word prophet, which I'm like, oh, no, prophets are like, no, no." I completely freaked out. But back right before the pandemic took place, it was like the very beginning of 2020. I was starting to do more and more live videos. I started to get comfortable on live videos to reach more people. And I started hearing about what was happening in different parts of the world. My heart was breaking for people because of the fear, so much fear. I wanted to encourage people. I wanted to lift them up. I wanted to help them not be afraid. So it started with, I'm this lady on the internet who says she loves you. And I was just starting like, mm. like wading into the water a little bit with mm. that to just share that love with them. And then it got to the point where I'm both, nope, I'm that lady on the internet who loves you. Period. End of story. Drop the mic. This is that's who I am. <laughs> hey. And I just started saying that all over the place, then defending it. Well, how can you say you love me? You don't even yes. know me. Well, people say they hate you with no reason. I can say I love you Praise for no Lord. reason. Oh, that's good. But I love yeah. people not just for no reason. I love people because mm. now I know how much God loves me. I know to what extent He went to to convince me. I mean, I'd heard, you know, Well, I know Jesus, you know, God commended his love for us while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. I knew that scripture, I could recite it all day long, but it didn't resonate with my heart until he came for me. Yeah, yeah. And when I felt that in my soul, like the mm-hmm. song, then the soul felt its worth. Mm-hmm. When the soul feels its worth, that's when you cross a line. That's Amen. when you can embrace that. And I want to help people to, for their soul to feel their worth. And so I am that lady on the internet who loves you. I've been called corny. I've been called other things. I don't care because people need to know they're loved. It is your core need. You're created in the image and likeness of God who is love. That's why we need love because it's a very fabric of who we are. God is light. God is love. We are made out of energy and love. We need those things in our lives. That's why we suffer when we don't have
1: them. Amen. Amen. That is good. Uh, in the few minutes we have left, I mean, we mentioned that you're also an author. Tell us about Emerging Wings, a true story of lies, pain, and love that heals. Give us a brief synopsis of that book.
2: Oh, Emerging with Wings. It's a love story. It's written as a love story. And God helped me write it. I have to give him credit because I've I've gone back and reread it myself. and Man, this is better than I think I knew how to do this. So God wrote this book. <laughs> I was there. I was part of it. But I put myself into counseling to do to write the story because I was just writing my story. I'd been told to write a book, and I didn't listen for a long time. And then finally a day happened, and I felt convicted by the Lord to do so. I'm like, okay, great. How do you do this?
1: Amen. Amen. I don't
2: know how to do this. How do you write a book?
1: I know that story.
2: (laughs) So I Googled all kinds of things. I took all kinds of courses online, and I just started. I put myself into counseling. My counselor helped me heal from what I knew, but then she also helped me unpack the second half of the book, chapters nine through 16. Mm. All those parts of my story were revealed to me while writing the book. So then when I released the book, my greatest fear was that someone would read it (laughs) (laughs) because it was all new to me. I had just learned this, yet I just put this on paper and I'm putting it out for the entire world to read what is wrong with you, Danielle. (laughs) But I did. And the response to it is what has been the impetus to get me to where I am today, where people have resonated with a quote from it that starts with trauma is personal that's gone around the world and translated into different languages because people dismiss their trauma but trauma is personal you can't measure it by someone else's it's just it's just not a thing (laughs) it's just not a thing and we need to own that so that book it's written as a love story as i said there's three characters in it there is the there's a hero a villain and the child the mm-hmm. hero is God whose name is referred to as the pursuer. The villain is the Jab, which stands for jealous, angry bully. Mm-hmm. And the Jab is made up of three different things. The Jab is made up of the devil, who everybody knows about that. And then the, also there is, well, the devil's just one. He can't mm-hmm. be everywhere, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm not important enough for him to bother me every day. <laughs> I mean, he's one, I'm one, God is way bigger. Amen. So there's the the demons. There's many more of those. But still, you know, they're not everywhere either. Then the third part is just my own negative, unrenewed mind. So throughout the story, and then the child who is me, or could be who is reading the book, that child can be them, going through my story of, of what I went through, And it identifies when the pursuer was there and when the jab was there. And it unpacks that, how that could have taken place in that life. And Mm. it's in very simplistic terms. I'm a simplifier. I tend to invent new words. I also use descriptors instead of a word, like a measure thing instead of a tape measure. But I've learned to own that because it simplifies things. It helps Mm. people to understand. I don't enjoy reading books that I need dictionaries to read them. Some (laughs) people like doing that. I do not. Yeah. Sometimes I do it anyways because I need what's in the book. (laughs) And I need to enlarge my vocabulary. And I've unpacked for people in my lives I do, on my YouTube, my podcast, also terms, terminology. Mm -hmm. And defining it in ways that people can understand. Maybe. Because there's all these big words like childhood emotional neglect and trauma theory and attachment theory and, you know, trauma drive. And, all, and they're like, what is that? <laughs> so you have to unpack it for people to understand because they can't own it if they don't understand.
1: Yeah. Amen.
2: So that's uh Emerging with Wings is the beginning of all of that. And it's it's very simple. I People have loved it. And I just I'm very thankful that God had me write it and then led me into doing my other things that I've done since then also.
1: Amen. Amen. Tell us about your other books.
2: Well, after that, I wrote a little short story called A Bird Named Pain. I should say God wrote that one too. It's one of those times when I sat down at my computer, just typed it out and it was done. That's how he did that. But then, you know, we edited and stuff like that. But A Bird Named Pain, and it's pain, P-A-Y-N, because it's a play on words. It's dealing with the complex emotions when you have a loved one with Alzheimer's. Mm. Because Alzheimer's is insidious. And the emotional trauma and fallout and pain that you go through watching someone suffer is just there's not a word big enough for it for me to use. And I, I, I had heard before I went through it. And going through it, I understand just like you can't tell someone what it's like to be a mother. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can tell them, but they won't really get it until they become one. Mm-hmm. The same thing with this, but I, and I put it out there and people thank you. I've never found anything like this before to validate those chaotic emotions and how to deal with them, how to process them, how to, you know, find peace Yeah, in Amen. the midst of that. Amen. And then I have a, my next book is Love's Manifesto. I give that away free at my website. It will not Amen. sell it. It's only free. Praise and that tells the story a little bit of those 34 years of me coming to know the love of God. And my newest one is Because You Matter, How to Take Ownership of Your Life So You Can Really Live. God gave me the title to that. I wrote it on a little sticky note. I was in the car. I'm like, I got home, wrote that. I'm like, what's that? Then I did like, what is this? And then it, it became a book self-help written in small little things using my story, but also the story of 10 other people that I interviewed them about various different traumas they'd been in their life, Mm. both childhood and adult trauma, men and women, different races. um, Not all of them are followers of Christ to share how to deal with that, how to take ownership of that, like going through divorce or having your best friend murdered or having your house Mm -hmm. burned down, or, you know, you're going to be in the NBA and suddenly your legs are broken and you can't do that. Or you were born with cerebral palsy and they Mm -hmm. say you'll never walk, but you had this fantastic mother and now you're a public speaker. And it's like amazing the things that these people went through and to share their stories, you Mm -hmm. know, like even birth trauma, you know, someone who they almost died being pregnant Mm -hmm. and giving birth and sharing these different kinds of trauma to help people see how to take ownership, see the, the variety of trauma to help them own their, their own, but it's owning their emotions, their mind, their purpose, their story, their pain, the different aspects of their life so that they can live an abundant life. Jesus came to give us life and that abundantly. And if amen. we live in our trauma, we're not thriving, we're suffering.
1: Yeah. Amen, amen. How can someone obtain copies of your books? Are they all on Amazon?
2: Yes. They're all All on Amazon and you can get them at Barnes and Noble all over online. You can Google my name and and I'm just like all over the place.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Amen. As we get ready to close, I have to ask about your podcast, the Victoria's Souls podcast. Is it an interview? Is it teaching? What can someone expect when they listen in
2: Victoria's Souls podcast? I have been wanting to do a podcast for a long time and just wasn't sure what to do. And it wasn't time. And then it became time and I started studying other podcasts. Well, what do I want to do? What is out there? Because I w- I didn't listen to podcasts. So I'm going to do a podcast. You don't even listen to them. So I started listening to some. And actually, yours was one of the first ones I listened to. Oh, praise God. Thank and you. I listened to the different styles. And one of the things that I stumbled over with myself was so many of them, they're too long. Mm-hmm. I didn't like how long they were. I'm like, yeah. who's got an hour to sit down and listen to something all the way Mm -hmm. through didn't dawn on me you could do it in different pieces but that came later (laughs) but I listened to them when I was on a road trip which is a great thing to do while you're driving and I studied different podcasts and came across one I really liked and so how it's patterned is after this one podcast it's random it's not released on any particular day of the week anywhere from three to five episodes a week It's not the same day every week. I started random and I keep random. I was told if you start that way, they're going to expect that way. So it's always been that. That's right. I have two things on it. There are two different kinds of episodes. I have short little episodes that are anywhere from five to like 10 minutes long, which Mm -hmm. are just me sharing something to help someone take ownership in their life, own something in their life, uh, learn something, uh, be encouraged. In some way, so I do all of them. Most of them are done live on Facebook. I record them, and I put them on my YouTube channel and on my podcast. But I do do some special episodes just for my podcast audience also. But then the other kind are interviews. I do interviews of other men and women. Um, Not all of them are followers of Christ again. Because to me, that's important. When people are... um, they're struggling. They need to know that they don't have to be a follower of Christ to listen to my podcast. Yeah, yeah. They can be a seeker. They can be a, a questioner. They can be agnostic. They can maybe even be an atheist, but they're curious mm-hmm. kind of thing. So I want them to know that wherever they're at, I love you right where you are.
1: Amen. And I
2: interview these mm-hmm. men and women who have overcome some sort of difficulty in their life. Some are really profound, like a lady I interviewed who had been in a work camp in Cambodia and escaped the killing fields. Mm. I have interviewed a gentleman who he just, you know, he aced work all the uh, school all the way through as a kid. But when he got to university, he didn't seem to know how to do anything. And now he helps people with the whole education system. Mm. So it's like all these wide range of different things for people to overcome, to help people, the wide range. I want to reach as many people as possible because I don't want to pigeonhole yeah, Anyone. Yeah. The only pigeonhole I want is you are loved where you are, no matter what. Amen.
1: <laughs> Amen. Danielle, this has been so interesting. I mean, I, I feel like I, I can just talk to you for hours. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> if someone wanted to get in touch with you to, to, to ask a question, maybe do an interview like this, how can they do that? How can they get in touch
0: with you?
2: Oh, you can find me on my yeah. website, Burnock.com. Most everything is on there. As you're asking me this, I, oh, there's two new things I've signed up for to open up for two new ways to serve people I don't have mm. on my website which I need to get on my website now. Mm-hmm. But on my website you can get to my blog to you know my coaching, my courses, my podcast, all that stuff is on my website but I just I'm a part of what's called the Wisdom app mm. and you can get on the Wisdom app and you can do one-on-one mentoring on there. You can oh, find nice me so. on there and you can actually talk to me on the Wis- Wisdom app. Mm. app. Also mm. I'm on a website called Clarity dot fm i have a profile on there and someone can schedule a call with me on there a one-off call they want to talk how did you publish your book or you know why this or i listened to you this and i wanted to ask questions about it so it doesn't have to be like coaching it can be a a one-off thing so
1: amen amen great i'll put links to all this down in the show notes below folks we have all experienced firsthand or know someone who has what being traumatized is all about. What feelings of inadequacy, worthlessness, or questions of why am I even here? You know, mm-hmm. What they're all about. Danielle Burnock has made it her life mission to help people just like you overcome these feelings, qu- overcome questions and to, to walk a victorious life, to help you make sure that that you are a victorious soul and thriving and helping others in the process. Praise God, this is an awesome work and you need to get in touch with Daniel to find out more. Just drop down to the show notes, reach out, click the links right there and be sure to order your copy of her books. Order all of them, praise God, by (laughs) clicking on the links right there. Even if you feel you don't need this information, I can guarantee, as we say in Louisiana, you know somebody who can, somebody you care about that may be going through some things that Daniel shared with us. Allow God to use you to be the first step in deliverance for that person. Buy one or more copies of Daniel's books, read them, pass them along, bless someone else. You never know whose life you're gonna impact and allow God to make them into a victorious soul. And be sure to listen to Daniel's podcast, the Victorious Soul podcast as well. Her discussions are so informative. I know you're gonna get a blessing from them as well. Daniel, this has been so interesting and I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us today.
2: Oh, thank you for having me. I enjoyed
1: this so much. Amen. <laughs> Folks, that's all the time we have for today. For Daniel Bernach Marcellus, Pastor Bob reminding you, be blessed in all that you do.
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published.